Hi, I'm Jago Wynn and welcome to the HDC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the daily Bible thought as we journey through the book of Acts and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Ros Williams. Good morning, everyone. We're in Acts chapter 15, verses 12 to 21. The whole assembly became silent as they listened to Barnabas and Paul telling about the signs and wonders God had done among the Gentiles through them. When they finished, James spoke up. Brothers, he said, listen to me. Simon has described to us how God first intervened to choose a people for his name from the Gentiles. The words of the prophets are in agreement with this, as it is written, After this I will return and rebuild David's fallen tent. Its ruins I will rebuild and I will restore it, that the rest of mankind may seek the Lord, even all the Gentiles who bear my name, says the Lord who does these things, things known from long ago. It is my judgment, therefore, that we should not make it difficult for the Gentiles who are turning to God. Instead, we should write to them, telling them to abstain from food polluted by idols, from sexual immorality, from the meat of strangled animals and from blood. For the law of Moses has been preached in every city from the earliest times and is read in the synagogues on every Sabbath. Now, what really struck me as I read this passage was that these were real people trying to deal with real conflict and trying to understand how to follow God. We've got Paul, Barnabas, Peter at the start of chapter 15, and they were in conflict with some Christians about whether Gentile converts to Christianity needed to be circumcised. And in today's passage, James, Jesus' brother, is trying to bring unity. He said, brothers, listen to me, and he refers back to what Peter has said. James calls Peter Simon and makes it clear that Jesus fulfills the Old Testament. James quotes from the book of Amos, who prophesied that the rest of mankind may seek the Lord, even all Gentiles who bear my name. It was part of God's plan that Gentiles would turn to God. And James is saying that when the house of David is re-established through Jesus, Gentiles will come to God and share in the blessing of God. And then James gives a clear challenge in verse 19. He says, It is my judgment, therefore, that we should not make it difficult for the Gentiles who are turning to God. James isn't telling the Gentiles to carry on living however they like. He's saying, tell the Gentile converts about the ways of God, the ways of Moses, the ways that have been taught in the synagogues. God has shown us a good way to live, fleeing from idolatry and sexual immorality. James is saying, tell these Gentile converts about the good and helpful ways of God, but don't make it difficult for people to find faith in God. And I wonder where we might make it difficult for people to turn to God today, where we might expect people to fit in, to dress or speak or look a certain way. And I wonder where this verse might challenge us. Do we expect people to worship or behave in a certain way? And James in this passage is challenging us. Don't make it difficult for people in Clapham or those coming to the food bank, or those who you work with, or those with no Christian background. Don't make it difficult for people to turn to God. James isn't saying dumb down the message, but he is saying don't get stuck in your ways and expect people to worship God like you, or fit in with you. The church is the only organisation that exists for the benefit of its non-members. So let's not make it difficult for non-members to turn to God today. And I wonder how we make it difficult to people, for people to turn to God without even realising it. The message of Jesus is good news. And there are a few things about God that shine through 
in the passage today. In the first verse, in verse 12, it says, the whole assembly became silent as they listened to Barnabas and Paul telling about the signs and wonders God had done among the Gentiles. God works powerfully through signs and wonders. Paul and Barnabas were talking about the signs and wonders God had done among the Gentiles through them. And the same God who performed signs and wonders through Paul and Barnabas performs signs and wonders through us today. Let's be praying that we would see more signs and wonders and that we would be more aware of God at work among us. And then secondly, this is a God who rebuilds and restores that which is broken. Amos spoke about God rebuilding and restoring David's fallen tent. God rebuilding and restoring a place of worship. And I think it's helpful to remember that rebuilding and restoration is part of the character of God. God doesn't give up on us as individuals or on his church. The God we trust is a God who rebuilds and restores even the most broken individuals and families and churches. And we can come to God today and ask for that restoration. So God works powerfully through signs and wonders. God rebuilds and restores that which is broken. Let's not make it difficult for those around us to turn to God today. Thank you, Roz. So today we've been hearing about Paul and Barnabas and about the same God who performed signs and wonders through Paul and Barnabas, being able to perform signs and wonders through us today. We're praying for that. Let's pray that we see more signs and wonders and that we would be more aware of God at work among us. We have a God who rebuilds and restores that which is broken. So we're praying for all of those who feel that things have been broken during this pandemic, that God rebuilds them and restores them. Thank you for listening to HTC Daily.